Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here it is, here it is, right now. Welcome. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut your shame up. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugarcoating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little... Thursday. No Dan Lanning today. He's out recruiting. I guess he's going to be in Detroit tomorrow talking to that five-star quarterback. Boy, Ducks fans cer- certainly hope so. Yeah, they're sweating bullets on this one a little bit. You know, there's a lot of rumors that the the you know recruiting class has kind of fallen apart a little bit, and then the transfer portal, and you know, does Dante Moore decide to go somewhere else? I just feel like everyone right now is a little puckered. The end of the season did not go well for Oregon, and, and you know, you lose your OC, and I just. So I said, I think it's a big, these next couple months with the recruiting class and the bowl game and the OC hire, like it's not that bad. You went nine and three in the guy's first year. You got a chance for a ten win season. I just feel like uh, some calm waters for a while would be nice. I think it would would ease a lot of Duck fans' concerns. Two four seven sports. You heard of them? I have. They had a report on this about Dante Moore today, and they said that he is locked in with Oregon. Lanning will be there visiting with his family. And him tomorrow. He does have six million reasons to come to Oregon. So it said. I thought this was an interesting quote. They they interviewed his uh, high school coach, mm-hmm. Dante Moore's high school coach, who said, "I think being honest with Dante has been crucial. Like Dillingham called Dante days ahead, even before he had the interview, and before it was announced, saying, "I'm probably going to take this position." Yeah. I think Dante respected it because. Uh, Dante was always open and honest with them. Well, I think the idea was, I, I forget who the quarterback was, but he wasn't their first choice. Oregon went all in on, hmm, his name's going to escape me. There was another quarterback. And so there supposedly there was some idea that, that maybe there was, you know, he was going to get rubbed the wrong way, that he wasn't their first choice. But that there goes back to that honesty thing. I think they, they were pretty upfront with him, and that served them pretty well. So hopefully the Dillingham thing won't be a big deal because their eggs are kind of in that basket. You know, you don't know what's going to happen with Bo Nix. Does he come back for another year? You would assume his stock's never been higher. Butterfield leaves. Ty Thompson, I don't think anyone's really excited about that, which you can go down the transfer portal again, get Bo to come back. But I think this idea of this guy, who some people think might be the number one or number two player in the country, period, that this would be a very, very big deal. So to uh, to get his name on a, on a piece of paper there, 
again, I think would go a long way to kind of calm some of the fears for Duck fan. What if Dillingham gets him? Well, and that's kind of thing that can you do that? I yeah. Mean, well, I mean, no, you can, but could, would Dill? Would you know? Is that would that be happens all the time? Would that be considered a shot? Like, no. would Lanning be like, dude, what? No. I do think it would be a huge coup for Dillingham Absolutely. to get the number two QB in the entire country at ASU. That, yeah. I mean, but the the report was he was talking about flipping to Michigan State because obviously because yes, he's a Detroit he's guy. A Detroit yeah. guy. Look, I think anytime you get an OC or a coordinator, any position coach that leaves, obviously, if you were the one recruiting that kid, we say this all the time. So much of recruiting is not about the head coach; it's about your position coach. That's the one that you build a relationship with. That and the six million dollars of NIL money. Don't forget about that relationship that you uh, that you build there. So, does Arizona State have that to offer? But you can't fault if Kenny Dillingham takes. And by the way, I, I promise you, they're going to lose a couple recruits to Arizona State. I mean, that's just kind of the way it works, you know, when you form these relationships. So no one can fault a kid or a coach for, for taking people with him. When Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma, you don't think that his first move was to call Caleb Williams and be like, hey, uh, would you like to come to Southern California? That's just the, the nature of this beast. Just like when Dan Lanning left, I'm sure he tried to get as many Georgia kids to come with him as possible. All right, well, um, let's take a break, and when we come back, more Portal Landia. Get it? I do. It's um, it's honestly become it's crazy one of the big driving forces in all of college football. When well, yeah. you when you look at the number of recruits that have changed in t- the entire landscape of teams and the college football world the last couple of years, you can't ignore the transfer portal. It's huge. So Chance Nolan has entered the portal. Uh, Butterfield already in the portal. Yeah. Um. Braden Swinson now headed to the portal. Mm-hmm. Cardwell in the portal. Yep. Some quarterbacks from other schools in the portal. Dante Thornton in the portal. He is in the portal. Are you in the portal? I am not in the portal. The one good thing about Oregon is none of these guys are big players for you in the portal. Now it affects your depth and you know guys can pop, but none of these were uh, major contributors for you this year. So that's a, that's a good thing. All right, we'll get to that next. Uh, in another Not Dan Lanning segment, 417. On the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. By the way, Buck showed me a photo of the, is it Yeezy? Yeah, Kanye, Yay. but I think he officially, it's like Diddy. I think he changed it to Yee. Yee. Yay or Yee? Yay, like short for Kanye. Yay. Okay. Oh, it's not Yee? Yay. I'm pretty sure it's yay. Or Yeezy. <laughs> I don't know. That guy. Okay, so Kanye West. Kanye. The man you know as Kanye. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Kanye West. So he was, we were talking about his comments about Hitler today, which have uh, stirred up a, quite a kerfuffle. Uh, in the photo of uh, that was captured of him on the, because he said the, whatever he said to uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Who I didn't know still had a show, but I guess... I thought about that, and then I was like, well, I guess he does his own show, so yeah. you know, it's not like you can and stop He's going to need to pay off those lawsuit settlements. Yeah, you right. can't cancel someone yeah, that does can't. their own thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, So he's just on YouTube doing a show? Yeah, doing his crazy... Is it on YouTube, or does he have his own... Like, God, I don't know where InfoWar is. I wouldn't watch that if you paid me that So rag. Kanye was on there, and he had a YooHoo sitting beside him. Yeah. <laughs> YooHoo catching strays. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. No, I I wonder if there is a YooHoo like brand manager somewhere thinking about, hey, should we uh should we say something that YooHoo like condemns Nazism and Hitler? <laughs> Tell you what, I bet that PR person came to work thinking they were going to have a very normal day, yeah. <laughs> and things right. got flipped on their head. Yeah, I'm guessing that when you're in charge of YooHoo Press, it's not you know, it's not really a not doing a lot of damage control. No. It's like being on 24-hour like missile watch at NORAD. You just you stare at the sky and nothing happens. Like, but you're there for one particular reason in case you do see the missile. And today was the one day someone's been working that PR department for like 11 years, and finally there's a YooHoo PR crisis. What if Kanye has come up with something totally groundbreaking here? What liking Hitler? <laughs> Ant- I think that's anti- been done before. Anti-endorsements. Where oh. companies pay you not to promote their product. Interesting. So, like, Kanye is getting ready to go do this next interview, and he calls up the good people at Sprite, and he's like, hey, just so you know. I've got a Sprite. I've got Sprite ready to go, and I'm going to be wearing a Sprite t-shirt, and uh, you are going to yes. pay me $1 million. Yes. Or I'm going to talk about how my favorite beverage and really, the beverage of Nazis everywhere is indeed Sprite. Yeah, just be so hateable that companies start calling you and be like, "Do n- never touch our product." That is genius. And here's a million dollars. It's kind of like the mob protection agency, right? Where they show up and they're like, "Hey, we're going to protect you from gangs. What gangs? Well, us." But you know, basically, give us money or we're going to firebomb you. Same sort of thing. I like it. So Chance Nolan in the portal today. Yes. Uh, not surprising. Um, couple of quarterbacks so the texas kid hudson card is in the portal yeah he was the one that originally supposed you know when when quinn ewers is their their big stud freshman that transferred from ohio state the original report is that this hudson card kid was the one that had had beaten him out and won the job and then that turned out not to be true ewers got the job he was hurt a little bit but it's going to be his job going forward so card is uh is in the portal cade mcnamara that's the former michigan kid He's in the portal. Yep. So some names are, you know, I'm just looking at And there'll be here. more. Butterfield's in there. Yeah. Um, 
But I was reading that. Um, so that I guess somebody posted this. It was a it was an assistant coach somewhere at a smaller school who posted just the raw numbers of number of kids in the portal. Yeah. And he and he said at all levels, and this includes Division three, you know, but there are over two thousand kids already in the portal. That's crazy. Two thousand. Yep. So I, I I read, and I don't know if this applies to all the kids or this applies to just the the Power Five or the FBS or whatever. But thirty eight, the thing I read said thirty eight percent of the of the players who hit the portal even get another scholarship. Yeah. So I mean, you got to remember that a lot of these kids, it's it's kind of a last, it's a last ditch last effort. Gas. Yes. But for a lot of people, you know, this this is a this is one of those where it didn't work out with your team, you didn't win the job. That's a Jay Butterfield thing, or you know, a Hudson Card. For a lot of them, it is you ended up finding success. And you play at a smaller school, you know, you, you're playing at Georgia Tech and you're like, hey, I'm a really good player and I'm not winning two games a year for the rest of my time or a coaching regime changeover and you decide to bolt. Um, and then others, it's about putting your foot in the cast register. See a guy like Caleb Williams or Jordan Addison. So it really is. It really is all types, which is why I don't understand why people are against the transfer portal. For the most part, I think it's positive. The only downside to the transfer portal that I see is the poaching of smaller schools players. I think that's a bummer. Um, yeah, because you just can't You can't compete. keep. So let's let's say, for example, like uh, Martinez, the back at, at Oregon State. Did anyone really see him coming this year? And he comes on and has, what, five, six games in a row where he's rushing for 100 yards, and the guy's an absolute beast. Love the way he runs. And, you know, a 1,000-yard freshman season, and, you know, as a small version of Steven Jackson, if you're Oregon State, you're all geeked, right? Kids freshman, you got multiple years, and I'm not saying he goes anywhere. I'm, I'm not trying to. You Is know, he talking about transferring? No, I haven't heard a thing. I'm just saying, for example, right? Oregon State pops and has a nine win season, and the kid has a breakout freshman year. Well, normally you would sit there if you're an Oregon State fan, you're like, hey man, we got at least two more years of this. Let's go. In today's world, you know, it's not inconceivable that USC or Ohio State or Alabama or someone comes calling and says, hey man. We love the way you run. Are you interested in a, in a million dollars a year for the next two years to come? And, and and not that there's anything wrong with Oregon State, but do you want to come play at Alabama and make a million bucks? That's hard for a kid to turn down. And I'm not saying that he would take that. Maybe he loves Corvallis and they're building something there and he loves the cultures and they believed in him when you know no one else would. But I wouldn't fault that kid for, for going somewhere else. Look no further than, than, uh, than old Bucky there at Oregon. I thought he was a huge reason for their success. And where did he come from? He Minnesota. came from Minnesota. And Minnesota's not a bad program. He didn't row the boat. Well, which would you would you rather row the boat there with PJ Fleck or do you want to come play at Oregon? Dude, that kid can play. That kid was legit. And for a school, you don't think a school like Minnesota, which had a pretty good year, up until the final two weeks of the year, Minnesota was in the hunt for their half of the Big Ten. You don't think they could have used Bucky Irving? You're headed towards Turdville. No. So that's the only downside to the the transfer portal and, and unfortunately this is the nature of the beach which is why or beast which is why you know Oregon State has talked about it and all the other schools saying hey man we need a collective and we need to get one stat because it's, remember the collective isn't just about recruiting high school kids it's about getting kids in the transfer portal and it's about keeping your own kids from the transfer portal and this is just unfortunately this is the this is the way college football is now. do they have like uh 
does every school hire somebody to go and drum that up, the collective? Yes. Or is it like other boosters that well, are trying to? Well, it's other boosters. Remember, the collective can't have anything directly oh, with, the, right. with the school. But so the booster. Wink, so, wink. So in order to get a collective, yeah. and a collective means just a pool of money that you give players that you want yes. to either stay or come. Yep. In order to get that money, you need you need other boosters mm-hmm. who are interested in, in giving their money to go find that other money. Like, yes. In other words, somebody at Oregon State can't even be associated with drumming that up, even yeah. though they don't, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's not officially. Yeah, you just, it thing. just has to be people uh, that are uh, that are not affiliated. You can't have it from the coaching staff or an athletic department or anything. It just has to be, you know, boosters. So what if I, I'm not an Oregon State booster, but what if I wanted to be a part of a collective? You can. You just write some checks. Oh, well, I don't want to write checks. Well, then you can't. I mean, I guess you could part them to write checks to me. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Oh. You know, but and there and there's different creative ways. Uh Oregon, and by the way, a lot of these collectives now what they're doing is they're just coming up with a pool of money to give their players. So, a lot of schools now, I think Texas does this, Miami does this. Um I'm, So, be, if you go there, no matter who you are, you get money. You you they take care of you. I think Oregon and look, this is this was a little dated because this was back at the start of the year. But I, I want to say Oregon's was around sixty, sixty-five a year, if I'm not mistaken. That but they they pooled enough money. Remember, they sold a bunch of like they're they're doing this. And I think they're going to do it every year where they do a bunch of like uh, Jordan, like retro Jordan duck versions, and then they auction those off, and they do like a hundred pairs or whatever it is, and then whatever money gets raised for that. And look, some of the money that comes in on that. No one's buying shoes. They're just putting in a bunch of money. Like those shoes may sell for anywhere from three to you know ten grand, and then someone's paying like eighty grand for a pair. They're just dumping money in the collective, and then once that's all pooled, then it's evenly distributed to each player. Hmm. So, like I said, each there's there's plenty of schools now that if you're on the football team, you're getting anywhere from fifteen to twenty to fifty to sixty thousand dollars just for being on the roster. And so that's one of those, hey, we take care of everyone. And then you have your separate NIL deals that, you know, individual players can then can go and do. But if you don't have a collective in this day of of, of college football, Stanford, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. And your coach is stepping down. Well, and that's what what did David Shaw even talk about? He knows he knows that the the days of being the little guy and being able to compete. We all thought that, or at least some people said that this was going to be maybe even the playing field a little bit, and it, it hasn't. If anything, I think this has made the playing field even more uneven, or it's at least forced those little guys to really decide whether or not they want to be uber competitive in this landscape. Well, I mean, I think the first school that comes to mind that's benefited the most would be USC, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they instantly turned things around, and it's not all Lincoln-Riley, but Lincoln-Riley, they, you know, they made a good coach hire. Yeah. So we know that. Yeah. But he dipped straight into the transfer portal. Yeah, and it changed the it changed their team overnight. In overnight, overnight, it changed their team. But but I think to your point, a school like Oregon State can't do it. Can't do that no. because um, they don't have the money to get all those kids from the transfer portal. Yeah, you can do it in some ways. The 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 if you want to do it like on the I guess it's not on the cheap, but Michigan State Mel Tucker's first year, I think they brought in like thirty or thirty one transfer players. Like, they completely remade their roster, and that's where Kenneth Walker came from. He was—where did Walker come from? He came from somewhere in the ACC. Uh, was it was it Wake Forest, North Carolina State? He came from somewhere like that and instantly made a transformation. Now, there weren't a lot of high-profile guys in that, but they were able to revamp their roster. He was at Wake. Wake. 
Well, it lasted one year, and then Michigan State fell back down to earth, and, and they stink. But yes, you can, in today's football world, you can, with the right NIL, with the right coach, you can transform your roster overnight. It's just way easier when you're a place like USD because, remember, at USC, their two biggest pieces, they got Caleb Williams, who's going to win a Heisman Trophy this year, and they got Jordan Addison, who is the Blitnikoff winner. Michigan State can't go get Caleb Williams. They can't get Jordan Addison. Neither can Oregon State, neither can Washington State, neither can Iowa State. Because they're too expensive. They're too expensive. But you can go find the Tulsa quarterback. Yes. Or the you know this other guy that you recruited initially who— yeah. Not everybody is paying a bunch of money to. Yes. So, like, if you're if you're Oregon State, for example, this year, and you look at what you have coming back, you say, hey, we really like our team. And you can honestly look at this team and say, hey, we're one quarterback away, one, from being a legitimate Pac-12 title contender. And in the olden days, it was really hard. You're like, well, you know, this is our quarterback situation, and, you know, we got to, you know, go find maybe a Juco kid or we got to rely on the freshman. If you're Oregon State, that doesn't fly anymore. If you're Oregon State now, you can look around the the country and be like, hey, man, we got to go find a quarterback and we got to find him this year because we can't sit around on our thumbs and say that we're going to rely on a freshman or we're going to rely on Gold Branson to come back and get that much better. It's not the way this works anymore. There's too many talented players out there in the portal for you to go and get. Now it's up to that program to take the next step and not flirt with a JT Daniels or, you know, someone like that. You've got to go out and find your guy. Because it, it, there, there's teams around the country that are doing it, and they're not always, you know, super expensive. You think LSU had to pay Jaden Daniels millions upon millions of dollars to come there? No, but he ended up being a really nice quarterback for him, or a guy like Jaden Delora down at Arizona, or you know, Bo Nix at Oregon. These guys didn't cost millions of dollars. This wasn't Caleb Williams, like you said. Go find the Tulsa quarterback that is being underappreciated and get him to Corvallis. Did Rattler cost money? You think? He probably caught he cost money, but not you know he was damaged goods at Oklahoma. But there was a bidding war, I'm sure, for him. I'm see, sure I, he, you had to scrounge up some coins. See, now you're getting into the buy low, yeah, sell high. You know, Rattler, yeah, yeah. you know, buy low because he's like this high profile guy, it but he had a bad tons. year, and he ended up at South Carolina, got benched. That's not a that's not a tremendous program, right? So I wonder, like, if a guy if Oregon State could have competed for him, yeah, you know, you hope. All right, Bill, let's move on to the news. Are you ready for the news of the day? Let's do it. I have snow news. Will we get a white Christmas? Uh, I don't know. I'll be in Mexico. Do you know what that means? <laughs> that means you do massive quantities of cocaine. I was going to say, is that a dusty Christmas? or? Uh, we'll get to that next. In the best states to find a job, it is 436. Here's Buck. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've already got uh, portal news, yes. transfer portal news. So we were talking about Cade McNamara, the Michigan quarterback. He's got a landing spot. Yeah, he's going to Iowa. Boy, who wouldn't want to go play in that high-profile offense? The esteemed Brian Ferentz offense. Jesus. By the way, we looked it up, and uh, we found that Spencer Rattler signed a NIL deal, not with one particular company. He signed with the South Carolina Collective, which provides him uh, opportunities 
to do promotional uh, you know, work with other companies. They gave him $2 bucks to go to South Carolina. Wow. They got 16 touchdowns and 11 picks and like a 7-5 and five season. <laughs> Remember, six of those touchdowns came against the Vols. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? For a place like South Carolina, that one game was probably worth the $2 million bucks. Well, you but... had a good game the game after, too, right? Didn't they finish pretty strong? Well, let me they just beat and... somebody else the other day. I know, because that was when they got drilled by Florida. Remember, that was the big conference. People asked if uh, if they quit, and Beamer got all kinds of pissy about it. Oh, yeah, they beat Clemson. Yeah, so they fin- the last two were yep. breakthrough wins, Tennessee and Clemson, both top ten teams. Tennessee and, and yeah. Rattler was really good in both. Yeah, he threw six touchdowns in one, and the other one he had two touchdowns, two picks. But yeah, they got two million. So this I guess goes to show you even a school like South Carolina, which you know, whatever, they're paying two million bucks for a quarterback that got benched. But who are they competing against? Like did he are they having to one up I don't know, you know, uh Texas Tech. Texas or... Tech, Auburn maybe, who who knows? Who's he, he, you know, Rattler was a five star quarterback. Now he had obviously had fallen from grace, but people forget that he was a big deal coming out of high school. Yeah, but he was a pain in the ass too. He had he, a reputation like Kyler Murray. Yeah, he was a giant pain in the ass. All right, December one, twenty twenty two, time to have our in the news. I'm in other newsman. Hello, thank you. Carbon neutral, thank you. Uh today is uh, Mama Rop's birthday. Oh. How about that? How, how old? Fifty two? Yes. <laughs> She's a, she's young and spry. I'm, I was she was five when she had me. <laughs> well, you know, it was it was Kansas back in the time. day. It was a different time. Like Jerry Jones, uh, it was a different time. Uh, she is eighty today. Oh, uh, congratulations! They went out to I called them earlier and they were going out to Russell's restaurant to uh, eat an omelet. I was thinking maybe like a Golden Corral. Russell's is like a truck stop restaurant. Is it really? Yeah, and they have huge omelets. She's like, well, I can get two meals out of it. Mm. You know, it's about that value. <laughs> About that value. You got to love the old strategic <laughs> birthday meals. That's right. <laughs> Mama Rob. 80 years old and getting an omelet. You got to find, what do they say? The, the immortal words of, uh, God, why can't I think of it now? Uh, Kanye West. <laughs> no, no, no. Warren Zevon, enjoy every sandwich. Yeah. The key to life. Enjoy every omelet. Enjoy every omelet. It is National Christmas Lights Day. I assume that is because people are out there putting up their lights today. I will probably have to do it this weekend. In December. I have not uh, found the time yet, and I refuse to put up lights in the pouring rain. I won't do it. it, it they're thinking it might snow this afternoon. Yeah. Well, I just that'd incl- be kind of fun. Put up your lights in snow. Yeah, there's a great idea. My big ass wandered around a roof <laughs> in slippery conditions. I saw the you other can day. Take a pie up there because it's National Pie Day. The other day, I was uh, I was driving through my neighborhood, and I saw an old man, legitimately probably seventy years old, on a very very steep pitched roof in the rain, putting up an inflatable reindeer. And I thought to myself, "Yeah, this is going to end real well. Can't like, be worth it, guys. I said, it cannot what be worth it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it is raining, raining. He's up there, and he had one of those old school yellow rain slickers on." that he probably had since like 1972 and all i could think about is one of two things either he hates his wife that much and he's getting out of the house no matter what or she is a raging bitch that was like you get your ass up on that roof i want that reindeer up and i want it up now it's already the second we cannot wait what is it the first no i don't even know this was like this was like november this was this is okay this was a couple days ago yeah homeboy could have at least waited till today no yeah i think you're right his wife was on his ass. It's one of those two. Like, I need to shut her up. <laughs> By the way, the reindeer does look pretty good now. He got it up there. 
Little do you know he's in the hospital with yeah, a broken back. Hey, but the reindeer, the house looks Mama's happy. The house looks great. The old farmer's almanac. Remember that? I do. That whole thing. I don't know if I've ever seen one. They print that thing still? I think they do. Yeah. Get, get a hard copy for a... Uh, it's a big deal in the Midwest. Yeah, leather bound. <laughs> Keep it for reference. The old farmer's almanac is predicting a snowy Christmas for much of the United States. Um, the long-range weather predictor suggests all of eastern and central Washington are areas and areas of northeast and north-central Oregon will see snow leading up to Christmas Day. I will tell you that in the wonderful uh, college town of Ellensburg, Washington, lots of snow already. It's yes. snowing in Newburgh where my mom and stepdad are. See, look at that. We got sources everywhere. Yeah. My, uh, my kid Jamie's was... Jamie's from Camby. He's one of our guys here. Snow? Yeah, he said his wife texted him that it was snowing. There that you was go. about an hour ago. My daughter last night before going to bed, was she was praying for snow. For the two-hour late start, because you didn't want to go to school. Two-hour oh, late start. Yeah, of course. So I wake up this morning, and I'm going down. I'm going to take the dogs for well, a I learn things. Yeah. So I'm taking the dogs for a walk, and I see her car out front. And I holler up. I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? I'm like, it didn't snow. And she's like, eh. She didn't snow, but I didn't want to go to the first couple periods anyways. Mm-hmm. I said, then why were you praying for snow? And she's like, eh. You were just going to. It would have made her feel better. Yeah. She's about just, skipping About school. skipping school. I was like, eh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What dedication. I know. Isn't it great that... Uh, the that, kids. And that's where we're at in our relationship. I didn't even get told. I was like, why are you... St-? I do that sometimes. It's in the morning. I'm like, why are you still here? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest, the publication says holiday weather will be mildly cold and rainy with the possibility of wet, slushy snow. You excited no. about that? No, that's the worst kind of snow. And then it freezes. Much of the East Coast and Midwest are predicted to have a cold, snowy Christmas. And, you know, the old Farmer's Almanac is not ever wrong. No. You know that, right? It's guaranteed to be right. By the way, 30 inches of snow on Mount Hood yesterday. It's a lot or, of snow. I mean, snow. not yesterday, but last three days. Last three days. 30 a- inches. Accumulated. So if you want to go, uh, what, yeah, mow on some fresh pow-pow? Yeah. Get up Shred there. the pow, bro. Do it. Best states to find a job. Next on The Fan. I feel good. Uh, this is in the news for December 1, 2022. Uh, I've got a list of the best states to find a job. Do you need a job? Yeah, why not? Do you guys need jobs? I got time. You can take on a second job. Let's go. Well, the October unemployment rate was 3.7%. Which is low, but everyone seems, low. everyone seems to need workers. This is still my biggest mystery is that they say that there's there's... No one's unemployed, but that everyone needs workers. It's confusing. Yeah, it's it's a little odd. I think what and they're they, saying and they is they had workers. Everybody but, else is employed, so nobody can find any but, workers. But before COVID, this. But wor- then they all say they don't have workers. So yeah. wait, where are they? Employed? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did just new did like eight million new jobs get created and no one knows what they are? I'm confused. Well, in a new report, the finance website WalletHub released a list of 2022's best and worst states for jobs. And guess who's number one? Texas. Washington. Oh, we're so good up there. Your state. Well, I need to be looking then. I'm just up there lazing around all day. What am I doing? They were simply comparing states across two key dimensions, job market and economic environment. Uh, researchers within those two dimensions analyzed 35 relevant metrics such as opportunities, security, 
job satisfaction, employee, uh, employee benefits, median income, average commute time, state income taxes, and uh, Washington came out in the wash, number one. I think the key here is that uh, everyone has jobs that no one wants. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what, what, what this boils what down to. What percentage of people are truly satisfied in their job? 10%. 10? Maybe. Maybe. Because even if people like their jobs, eventually everything becomes a job. Like, it just it just is. There's, I think there's very, very few people that really like what they do. There's think, a reason they pay you for it. Yeah. You, usually people would prefer <laughs> not to do it if you had the option. Right. Who wants to do this? Well, given the choice between doing something and doing nothing, you'll choose nothing every time. Except you don't get paid for doing nothing except during COVID. Then you got paid for doing nothing. And now I think people are used to getting paid for doing nothing. Uh, by the way, we've got uh, some roving reporters out there. Someone saying it dumped snow in Salem for about an hour this afternoon to the point where people were sliding on the roads. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I, I saw some. Uh, I saw some people that were. Because you know when it snows, you know what you have to do. You have to go to social media. That's right. You have to post yours. You have to document it. You have to do- document your snowy road because that's what we do now. Uh, the other states, the, the top five states for best jobs, best place to find a job, uh, Washington 1, Vermont and New Hampshire 2 and 3, oh. Colorado 4, and Minnesota coming in at 5. Can I say with the exception of Minnesota, and even then, none of those are bad places to be. You know, I love Colorado. It's my favorite place I've lived besides here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in Vermont, New Hampshire, if you like covered like haunted bridges and whatnot. And then the weather sucks in Minnesota, but you got the Vikings, you got the Twinkies, you know, some good drinking. Oregon came in at 28th. Not so so good. Uh, The worst states, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Kentucky, and West Virginia. (laughs) I feel like that's a if, if we're doing some sort of like targeted group there, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You know, we're on the map. Don't you want to be there? Yeah, West Virginia. All right, that's all I have time for today on in the news. Stay on the clock. Look here, at huh? you on time yeah. again, pro. Two days in a row. We know what's happening right now. Not Although really we sure were either. we we're uber late for the non Dan Landing interview. That's true. Uh, no Jason Quick interview, so we don't have to really no. <laughs> have to worry about that. Yeah, Quick's dying. We answered no one today. <laughs> he said he's sick. He said that, and I thought, you I know, think he's sick a lot. He does get sick a lot. Yeah, I think he he's okay. I think he's got a compromised immune system. Does he travel with the team? No, no, because I, I I know some people who used to travel teams and they said they got sick all, all the time. time. Well, I, I do have it on good rapport because I I have a connection to the Quick family. He's yeah. he's sick. A lot. Is he really sick? Oh, I don't oh, know. I don't know if he's sick. It sick. seems as if he's sick. A lot. He's. You've gotten way better about yeah, this. I have. But for many years, I you. I was sick. A your lot. immune system was terrible. You know what that was. That was. Now that I'm out of the the, now that I'm in the clear. Yeah. It was lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit of a rough. I was. <laughs> rough you know, I could get after it, <laughs> and I'm way cleaner and I'm like an old man now, yeah. and I don't drink that much. Anymore. No more larceny in your blood, and I don't get sick as much. Yeah. Look at that. I do. I I do hear that that quick does. Yeah, you know, he's. I don't think his immune system is tip top. I'm worried about him. He like, said that he didn't think he could get through the interview without coughing. Well, I know. Like during COVID, they took it very seriously because his immune system isn't very good. You know, you got to be on the. You got to yeah. make sure he's okay. Be careful. Did he get COVID? Did he get the, the vids? I think they did eventually. But him and his wife kept it. Uh, they kept it uh, buckled down for a while there. Well, he's not coming on today. No. So if you guys want to know anything about the Blazers, don't ask me. 
Uh, well, I do watch the Blazers, and uh, here's my report. They stink, they and they suck. can't. Well, they're hurt. What has happened? There's a lot of injuries, right. and they don't play a lick. Of, remember that at the beginning <laughs> of the year when defense? Now they like, don't care. They don't play defense. Like, happened? we thought defense was going to be a calling card. I can assure you right now, it is not. <laughs> and then injuries have played a, a, a big role. Well, one thing we will do next hour is we will rop the bank. Our picks against the spread, but uh, the Hot 5 at 5 is next. We have a duck and a beaver transferring. The Portland Thorns are being sold and big college football news when we return on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 